this is WRFR LP 93.3 in Rockland and coming to you all over the World Wide Web at WRFR.org. Hey, hey, could you move back a bit there, Dan? You're, you're, you're blocking the light. What's that you got there? It's a tomato plant. Wow, you really do need to clean out this office. Wouldn't you have better luck growing mushrooms? Go ahead, go ahead. Be funny. I'm nurturing this tender shoot that will one day grow up to be a luxurious vine. Liz, that's a piece of green lint. It is? Yes, it is. It's green lint from the carpet. Listen, do you know where I could get some mushroom spawn? We'll worry about that after the broadcast, after you say... All right, look sharp! The Strand is on the air! From behind the luxurious rose bushes in front of the Strand Theatre in downtown Rockland, electrically transcribed, it's the Strand on the Air Spring Planting Special, featuring the music of Brittany Parker, a wheelbarrow full of laughs from our Strand family players, our musical guest, Better Lake. I'm your well-cultivated announcer, Dan Bookham, and here's the old green thumb herself, your house manager, Liz McLeod. Good evening, neighbors. Pull up a garden mat and spend the next hour with us as we scatter the seeds of laughs and tunes. And our first crop is already springing up with Brittany Parker. When we were younger, we thought everyone was on our side. And then we grew a little and romanticized the time I saw. Write my name in the sand Talk to myself 
Brittany Park are all in bloom to kick off tonight's broadcast, and all dressed up for springtime in a tick-proof suit comes our announcer, Dan Bookham. Yeah, well, well, that was false advertising. I went out wearing this suit and came home with more ticks than a cheap watch. I spent all night picking them off, and I couldn't even find my tick spoon. I had to use a popsicle stick, and I hate popsicles. Look, my tongue is still blue. Life couldn't get more difficult for you, could it? Well, it could. I still have three popsicles left. Well, you better save them for later, because now it's time to get in a few licks at the news. Good evening. I'm Chamomile Bourgeois. And I'm Carl Stuffel, with all things rescinded. In the news tonight, springtime in all its glory sends millions into their yards and fields, waiting for the tender shoots to thrust their eager leaves towards the life-giving sunshine. But successful gardening requires plenty of preparation, from the seeds you select to the material you choose to enrich the soil. And make no mistake, fertilizer in all its forms is big business. Meet someone who's out to make that literal, Ms. Well-Spread Potash. Careful where you're stepping. I've got samples all over the ground. Oh, yes, yes. I should have sensed that. Uh, Looks like you've got uh, quite an experimental field set up out here. There is nothing quite so satisfying as communing with the rich brown earth. Don't you find the aroma invigorating? Well, that's not quite the word that I would choose, but uh, let's, let's skip over that for now. You're an expert on different types of fertilizer. How did you decide on that career? Well, first I majored in political science. Ah. Why does everybody always say that, ah? Every time I bring that up, people say, ah. Anyway... Then I went into journalism. Now, just a minute. See? You don't like it when it's turned toward you. Look, I'm sensitive, that's all. These are hard times in my line of work. Every blowhard with a YouTube channel thinks they can do my job. You see, then, why I turn to fertilizer. Give the public what it wants. Anyway, let's just skip that part of it. You're an expert on different types of fertilizer. That's right. Organic fertilizer, chemical fertilizer. You'll find every kind of fertilizer right here in my field. Every spring I do extensive and impartial testing to determine what gives the most efficient results. Now, if you'll step over here... Oops, didn't see where I was going. Ah, yes. We keep free-range horses and cattle here to provide raw materials. Brand new TJ Maxx shoes, too. Oh, well, tax-deductible. As I was saying, if you'll step over here, I'll show you some interesting test results. I've planted this entire row with the same type of runner bean seeds. The only difference is the type of fertilizer I've used. Now observe this first plant. There's a plant there? Oh, oh, yes, yes, I see it. I see it. That's the control sample. I didn't fertilize those seeds at all. Just planted them in the plain, untreated soil. And then this one next to it, uh... It's a little better, but it's still pretty scrawny. I let a chicken walk around there and do what chickens do. Ah. Now this one, this one's a little bigger. I treated that soil with your typical hardware store commercial fertilizer. Nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, all that sort of thing. Mmm, sounds yummy. 
And then over here, wh wow, that's quite an improvement. Horse manure. No, no, I, I'm serious. Look how big it is. No, I mean, that's what I use for fertilizer, with a bit of bull manure mixed in, too. That's not another joke at my expense, is it? I give you my word. Now, this, this plant here, this plant here, now, this is really something. Ah, that's household compost. Leaf and lawn clippings mixed with potato peelings, orange rinds, coffee grounds, old tea bags, eggshells. Stuff right out of your kitchen garbage can. Heap it in a pile and it breaks down into a fine, rich fertilizer. You know, you're right. I tried that once myself. It's amazing what can happen in your kitchen when you don't renew your dump sticker. Yes, don't forget to do that. I had a lot of trouble with my landlord over that. Anyway, now, wow. Wow, this next plant. Look how tall that is. Ah, yes. Now that's a beanstalk. Wow. Did, did someone just say fee-fi-fo-fum? It's my pride and joy. Proof positive that careful research is the way forward. This plant was fertilized by a special form of compost never before tried. It's my own patented invention. It uses a special ingredient, one which combines the most intense qualities of every other form of natural fertilizer ever known. It's a sort of super manure. And that ingredient would be? Look for yourself. There's a pile right over here. Oh, 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 my, my. Oh, that's, that's really intense. Yes, the aroma is certainly potent. I'm used to it, but you look like you might have tender sinuses. Here, put on this respirator. Oh, thanks, that helps. Mm. Oh, what is this stuff? Here, poke it around with this pitchfork. Whoa. Whoa. Wait, this, this is, this is... Yes, it is. Corporate memos, committee reports, mission statements, press releases, document templates. Oh, what is that? Ooh, a two-hour multi-screen PowerPoint presentation. Better bury it again. It's not quite fully ripe. Oh, oh, you could have fooled me. And thank you, Ms. Well-spread potash. Meanwhile, the growing season is well underway for backyard gardeners. As peas and carrots, cucumbers and tomatoes all start their march towards the ultimate harvest. But not every home gardener is satisfied with these conventional crops. Down in Abysmal Point, Maine, Mrs. Winona Quaver dares to be different. Oh, things just didn't work out for me last year. I worked and I worked and I cultivated my best. And all I got for my trouble was one tomato. Just one? I had two, but but the worms got the good one. The one they left only made a teaspoon of my famous spaghetti sauce. Well, at least there's something. I invited my boyfriend over for supper. He left unsatisfied. Well, that's very sad. And I was unsatisfied, too. So this year... I decided to do something about it. I took a long, hard look at things, and I, I realized I've been going about this all wrong. You can't grow tomatoes in this soil. There's only one thing you can grow in this soil. So this year, 
That is what I'm growing. And that is? Dandelions. Dandelions. Well, you don't really have to work too hard to... Exactly. It's the path of least resistance. Look out here in the yard now. Dandelions as far as the eye can see. Oh, just like a Monet painting. Really? I, I hadn't thought of that. Well, all right. More of a paint-by-number Monet knockoff. But like you said, the path of least resistance. No, there just comes a time in your life when you can't do it anymore. Every February, you walk into the garden store, and you meet people there, and they're buying their seeds and their tools and their nice leather gloves with flowers on them and their big sun hats, and you just know you can't keep up with the pressure. Just so they can brag and brag and brag, and all you'll have to show for your work is one Tomato. And not even a worm would eat You see my point, then. I, I've made my decision. If I can't cultivate, I will vegetate. I'm going to sit here on my porch all spring, and I'm going to watch the dandelions grow. And you know, they grow fast, too. Look over there, and, and you'll, you'll see two that just sprang up while we were talking. And you just let them grow. I do. I do. I don't have to do anything. I let them grow, and then the best thing is I don't have to worry about planting them again next year. Oh, I did have some trouble with the neighbors about it. They uh, don't appreciate your... Um... One of them crept into my yard in the cover of the night, picked a handful of dandelions, and nailed them upside down to my door. <sighs> You never know how hostile people can be until you decide to go against the grain of public opinion. Well, what did you do about it? I'm just going to let nature take its course. By the end of the summer, this whole street will be one big dandelion meadow. It's good for the bees, you know. We mustn't forget the bees. Oh, I like the bees. I like the bees a lot. They're good neighbors. They don't complain about their property valuations. I'm happy to share my dandelions with the bees. There's plenty to go around for all. That's right. In fact, I'm cooking up a big pot of dandelion greens for supper tonight. Oh, is that what I smell? I thought there was a commercial laundry around here. I'm cooking up enough for two. Ah. Uh. I can promise you. You won't leave unsatisfied. Oh, well, I I'm afraid... I must make like a dandelion and, and scatter. And thank you, Mrs. Winona Quaver. Finally, for some dedicated cultivators, the growing season isn't just limited to the springtime. Meet Ms. Mary Jane Schwag, whose startup company, Long Green, deals with a crop that's never out of season. That's right. We're expecting to double our retail sales over the next year, and we've increased production to keep up with the demand. You see that old chicken barn back there? We've turned it into a state-of-the-art, year-round growing complex. Very impressive. It's one of six we're operating around the state, and we're planning on a seventh as soon as we get the grow lights. Uh, those are hard to come by now? You wouldn't believe the demand during the pandemic. People were really stressed, you know? Ah. And, of course, our retail stores are really in full growth mode. We're very proud of the relaxed, but, you know, dignified experience we give our clients. 
they can come in, learn about the different strains that we sell, and really get to know our products in a way that ensures they get exactly the experience they want. Hey, Mary Jane, I'm uh, ready for the next batch. <laughs> this is Mesro, our Director of Quality Control. I'm glad to know you. You look like someone who enjoys their job. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, it, it is lit, <laughs> dude. So, uh, MJ, I'm, I'm ready for the next batch. If you don't mind my asking, Mr. Mesro, um, just how much work do you do each day? Time's a relative thing, man. You, you ever think about that? I mean, does does time even really happen unless we think about time happening? What if we, I mean, like, as a people... All of a sudden got together and, like, decided, I mean, as a society, that we weren't even going to think about time anymore. I mean, seriously, man, throw away all the clocks, delete all the calendars, like, stop thinking in terms of time in, I mean, any way. <laughs> would there even be such a thing as time at all? Or would we all be, like, totally timeless? I mean... You think about that for a minute, man. It'll, like, totally fry your mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. Ripped. So, anyway, I'm, I'm, like, I'm ready for the next batch. So, you see, we're all about the quality here. We grow the best crop in all the state, and we really want people to know that. In fact, here, I'd like to give you a free sample. I don't know. I mean, is, is, that, even, is that even legal? I mean, is it? Besides, I, I don't really indulge, if you know what I mean. Not even a little. It's really prime. No, no, no thanks. Not uh, really, really. I, not that I've got anything against it, you know. Uh, I, I do try to be down with all the trends, but uh, it's just not my kind of... Uh... All right, suit yourself. But you're really missing out. We grow the best oregano anywhere. Oregano? Duh! What did you think it was? Uh, hey, o over here, did you hear me say I'm ready for the next batch? <laughs> well... Look, how many pizzas have you had today already? Well, six, but... No more today. You know what the cardiologist said. We can hardly get insurance on you now. Oh, come on. Just... Two more slices, that's all. It's the best oregano I've ever had. Get back, or I'm calling security. Come on, man, come on, just a little more. And for this evening, I'm Chamomile Bourgeois. And I'm Carl Stuffold. What do you mean you didn't take the sample? For all things rescinded. And as Carl and Chamomile run off to get a pizza... We welcome our musical guests from Midcoast Music Academy. We had them on one of our broadcasts last year, and some of our neighbors asked for more, and we are glad to oblige. Recorded live on the Strand stage, here's the MCMA Adult Jam Band, better known as Better Late.
light that got you through the cloudy day. When the stars ain't shining bright, you feel like you lost your way. When those candlelights home burn so very far away. Well, you got to let your soul shine, just like my daddy used to say. On my own Life can take the strongest man Make him feel so alone Now and then I feel a cold wind Blowing through my aching bones But I think back to what my daddy said He said, boy, in the darkness Before the dawn, let your soul shine
That's Better Late from Midcoast Music Academy jamming out in an adult way, and we'll hear more from them in just a bit. But first, I wanted to talk to you about... Look, I know where I'm going, and I know what I'm looking for, so stop pestering me, all right? Yeah, there she is, right over there. Hey, you, you can't come in here right now, okay? We're, we're doing a broadcast. Really? I don't see no cameras. It's a radio broadcast. Oh, is radio still around? I thought that got discontinued years ago. Never mind, never mind. Uh, what can I do for you? I, I come here to get some information about centennials. My name is Gertrude Octavia Crummett, and they sent me up here from abysmal point to uh, what you call uh, pick your brain. It looks like it's pretty slim pickings, if I may say so. Oh yeah, Gertie Crummett. I've heard a lot about you, but I'm not sure we've actually met. Yeah, well... Them people down there make up a lot of stories about me. Especially that old fish face Eunice Pilchard. You can't believe her if she says it's raining, even if you're ringing wet. Well, I'll be sure to keep that in mind. Um, so, as long as you're here, what do you need to know about centennials? Well, they tell me you're having a centennial in your theater here. And, uh, well, seeing as we're also putting one on down in Abysmal Point, why, uh, they figured you might have some ideas we could steal. I mean, that we could adapt to our specific needs. See, we're celebrating a hundred years of clams. And we figured maybe, uh, you could spare us the effort of thinking up a lot of ideas that would end up wasting everybody's time and money. And we could just go ahead and do the same thing you're doing. Well, I don't know about that. Well, only with clams. See, ours is gonna have clams. Right. Right, well... Okay, I'll tell you what. Why don't I just give you a description of some of the things that we've got coming up at the Strand, and you can take notes and maybe get some ideas for yourself. Oh, yeah. Uh, you got a pencil? I left mine in my other wig. Here you go. Huh. Uh, this pencil says First Bank on it. See, it seems to me like you ought to have pencils that say Strand Theater on them. Well, that's a pretty good idea. You ought to write that down. Here, here's a pencil. Look, just forget about taking notes, all right? Why don't I just start talking, and you listen, and you let me know if there's anything that jumps out that you can use. All right, you, you go ahead then. All right, so, the Strand Centennial. Well, first off, we're running a special series of films all through this year at the Strand, specially selected to represent our entire first century of operation all the way back to 1923, right up to the present day. Now, some of these were films that actually did play The Strand, and some of them are films that should have played The Strand, but didn't, for whatever reason. But they're all great pictures that, if you've never seen them before, or if you've never seen them on a big screen, well, you need to do something about that. And each film will have an introduction to put it into historical context, either given by me, or by our Strand board member, Alicia Malone. Oh, I've seen her on television. Yeah. Hey, you think she could introduce me to that Ben Mankiewicz? I think he's awful good looking. I'll be sure to bring it up. May I continue? Ah, uh, go ahead. I'm just thinking out loud. I do that a lot, you know. It helps me to stay awake. All right. Anyway, this film series is one of the things that we're doing. 
And we've also got a bunch of special events coming up over the summer that you're going to want to follow. We're going to be having something special at this year's Rockland Summer Solstice event that I cannot go into detail about just yet because we're still working out the details. But I can guarantee that it's something that you'll find exciting. You'll want to watch our social media really carefully for an announcement. Has it got to do with clams? Well, probably not. Well, I, I don't, I'm not asking particularly for me, you know, but uh, Grundon wanted me to ask about clams. Everything with her has got to be about clams, you know that? In fact, I got one of her clam-flavored coffee cakes out in the car. It's been sitting out there for a couple of days, and I was going to throw it out, but uh, well, you can have it if you want. Well, I think I'll pass on that, yeah. Anyway, this special solstice event, I can guarantee, will have nothing whatsoever to do with clams. Well, I, I guess we can't use it then. No, I guess not. And then in July, okay, we're putting together big plans for a Strand Centennial Gala. And that'll be great. It'll be one of the best things we ever did. You know Grundon always says that when she's got something going on. This'll be great. It's one of the best things we ever did. But you know what? It usually isn't. Well, this will be for us. I guarantee it. People are going to be talking about this event for years. Yeah, well, they talk about some of Grundon's tricks for years, too, but, uh, you know, not in kind of a good way. Look, I'm getting the idea here that you are just going to have to think up some ideas for yourself. I don't know that we're working along the same lines at all. Yeah, I guess if you're not going to bring clams into it, and it, it don't really look from here like you are, I guess I'm just wasting my time. Hey, though, as long as I'm here... Uh, you got any leftover popcorn you're giving away? Sorry, I had it for breakfast today. Better luck next time. But say hello to Mrs. Grundon for me and tell everyone down in Abysmal Point we'll be checking in on them a little bit later. Yeah, remind me to talk to you about that sometime. I'd like to get kind of a contract or something. Have your people call my people and we'll talk it over. Hmm. Anyway, neighbors... Do keep an eye out on our social media and our Strand member newsletter for more news on what we've got coming up in our centennial celebrations this year. It is really going to be great, even if we don't have clams. And with that, Brittany and the boys come in from the flats with a little bit of station identification. You're listening to the Strand on the Air Spring Planting Special over WRFRLP 93.3 in Rockland and all over the World Wide Web at WRFR.org. And we slide right into the second portion of our Strand on the Air broadcast by just talking along here for a moment while Dan slips into his bedazzled academic robes to assume the guise of that downtown Demosthenes, the good Professor Bookham. Just a moment, my zipper's stuck. In all his glory. Mm. And pray thee, what opus have you for us this evening? It is an ode to springtime, but not in the usual manner. For tonight I devote my poem to that side of spring that often goes neglected, if I can indeed get away with it. I call it yard work for thee, but not indeed for me. A subject I am sure that is close to all of our hearts. Please carry on. The sun is growing brighter. The earth grows firm and hard. There is no doubt the time has come when I must rake the yard. 
dead leaves and twigs left over from windy days of autumn. They scattered to the fence out back, as though I had forgot them. I could have done it last month, some mild weekend in March. I even stood and grasped my rake, but my back lost its starch. Think of the bees, I argued, snoozing in their winter nest. A good excuse, you must admit, to keep myself at rest. What, you say? It's an eyesore, a blight on the neighborhood. That kind of talk will get you no place. I think that it looks good. I'll just lay here napping as clouds go skittering by. Nature can take its natural course. The weeds can grow knee-high. Please don't plague and nag me, because I know not what should be did. If you want yard work, just take the rake and give it to the kid. Hang you. And as the weeds close gently round the professor's weary form, we add to the mellow mood with more from our friends the MCMA adult jam band, Better Late.
everybody. Over on drums, we got Carol. Hey, give it up for Shelly on congas. Hey, you hear those keys? That's Sandy. Holding us down on guitar, we got Walter. Behind me, we got Peter. Over on bass, we got Tom. Backing us up on vocals, we got Jen. I'm Aaron, and we are Better Late. I'd rather be blind, crippled and crazy. I'd rather be blind, crippled and crazy. I'd rather be blind, 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 crippled and crazy. I'd rather be That's Better Late from the Midcoast Music Academy. And that reminds us, um, if you're a rising musical talent who's been thinking about asking what it would take for you to be featured on one of our broadcasts, it's better late than never to drop me a line at manager at rocklandstrand.com and then let fortune take you where it may. Well, ideas are all in bloom as we look in on our friends down an abysmal point. Down by the water and over by the dock, Mrs. Grundon is hard at work on her latest new recipe as Lolita enters. Brittany and the boys will take us on down. Here they are. It. That's it. Just a little bit longer there. Just a little bit longer. Hey, I got the stuff you wanted out on the truck, but I'm gonna need a hand bringing it in. Hey, what? what's that smell? Uh-oh. I think there's a short circuit in the fryer again. No, 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 no. Settle down. Settle down. It's just what I've got going on the stove here. Guess what it is. Hmm. Merton's overalls? That's it. Not the new ones. Those ones hanging in the cellar. Nope, nope, you're wrong. Guess again. I'm gonna hate myself for saying this, but our newest product? Bingo. What is it this time? Clam-scented body wash? No, but, uh, listen, write that one down. That'd be a winner. No, what I got here is something that's gonna revolutionize the mail-order business. And it's going to be the one thing to keep in your bug-out bag in the event of a global calamity. I can't begin to guess. Clam-flavored edible packing foam. No. Oh, but you ain't even heard. No. Sometimes that's all there is to say. I'm, I'm sorry, no. You know, it's people like you that the AI bots are going to be the first to replace. You can't stand in the way of progress, Lolita. See, it started like this. I seen this thing in the paper about this lady that got stuck in a snowbank 
when the batteries run out in her Tesla. And she was stuck there for two days waiting for help. But she had this shipping box in the back seat. It had this commemorative porcelain figurine of Brad Pitt in it. But it was packed in this edible packing foam stuff, you know? And she ate half that box to keep her strength up till they found her. Now, that got me to thinking. Wait, people still care about Brad Pitt? Oh, yeah, they, they sell these figures on the QVC. Uh, you can get him and Johnny Depp and Tom Cruise. Uh, they call it the Hollywood sex symbols of the 90s collection. What? No John Totoro? Lame. But anyway, see, I got curious, and I tasted one of them packing peanut things for myself. And you know what? It didn't taste like peanuts at all. It was sort of like, well, you know how it is when you get a Cheeto and all the orange powders rubbed off of it? Yeah, hate when that happens. Well, I figure what you can do is you can put the flavor right in the foam pellet. And of course, well, naturally, the flavor you want to use in a situation like this is clams. Because, I mean, when you get right down to it... Who doesn't love clams? Exactly. I knew you would catch on. You're a smart kid. Anyways... This stuff here in the kettle that I'm cooking up is just what you call the basic concentrate. I got double-strength clam broth in there, mixed in with some cornstarch, and uh, what you call your inert proteins. And that would be? Uh, Ground-up clamshells. Of course. Set this over here to cool. And now all I got to do is figure out how to turn it into them little puff peanut things. I wonder how they do that anyway. See, they roll it up in little pieces like Play-Doh or something? Air pressure. What's that again? Heat and air pressure. You pump the hot batter or whatever that stuff is through a narrow tube, and when it comes out the other side, the pressure releases and it expands into a puff. Really? Listen, how do you know that? All these years working for you, I figure it's in my best interest to know stuff. Yeah. Forewarned, it's forearmed. Well, that's pretty good then. You know, I bet your Greta Crummet could build me one of them narrow tube things. I don't know. Greta's got her hands full building that dunk tank you want for the clam Oh, we got plenty of time before we're going to need that. We ain't having that till summer. Uh, this wouldn't be much of an extra job for her to do at all, I don't think. And uh, why, the sooner we can get this stuff on the market, the better. See, I figure when we get to where we're going to be sending out all the merch that we're going to have to sell for the clam uh, we can use the clam-flavored edible packing foam in the boxes. Of course. Makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah, keeps the theme right straight there. It's what you call synergy. I read all about that in the Wall Street Journal. Since when do you read the Wall Street Journal? Well, usually I don't, but, uh, well, the other day I, I bought some smelts off of Emmett Cusk, and, and they come wrapped well, in Well, there will always be a place for legacy media. Come in, it's open. Open up! You're closer to the door than I am. Let her in. Come on, Brendan. Open up! Come on, you guys. Come on, it ain't funny. Let me turn sideways so I can get in the door. Sorry, Gary. Not funny at all. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Wrong. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs>
it is. It is. It is. Oh, dirty. Uh, I, I suppose you want us to ask what's going on with your arms, Gertie. So, um... <laughs> Gertie, what's going on with your arms? <laughs> I can't put him down. That's what's going on with him. I can't put him down. <laughs> maybe, maybe she's trying to tell us she caught a fish that was this big. <laughs> <laughs> Now stop it, you guys. Stop it. Cut it out. This is serious. My arms are stuck sticking out straight like this. I can't put them down. What am I supposed to do? Well, well, listen, uh, Goody. Spring planting's coming around, and you could hire yourself out for a scarecrow. (laughs) (laughs) Become a football referee. They could bring you out whatever they need. A signal. Unsportmanlike conduct. (laughs) Now, now, cut it out, you guys. This is serious. Sorry. 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 Some friends you two are. I come over here for some help. I'm sorry, Gertie. We we both are. We're really sorry. It's just that... (laughs) I'm sorry. We'll be serious. Serious. Mm -hmm. Very, very serious. And you've got to forgive me if we perhaps might find this reply humorous. Uh, What happened? Dogs. Dogs? Dogs. Them two big dogs that belong to Evelyn Hake. You know them dogs? Those dogs that'll lick you to death if you let them? Yeah. It's my new job. I'm a professional dog walker. Take a walk on the wild side with Goody Crummit. Yeah, I'd give you one of my new cards, but you know, my, my arms won't come down. That's fine. We can get one later. We'll, <laughs> we'll hang it right up on the bulletin board there underneath that poster you put up for professional Beano coaching. Anyways... Evelyn Hake calls me up the other day and says that she's going in town to the Culvertville Co-op and they won't let her take the dogs in there no more. It, it seems they went around licking all the honeydew melons or something. I don't know, they must have thought they was her husband's head, you know. I've seen him, he's getting a little thin on the top there. Yeah, I know, I know. Just get on with the story. Well, I'm just trying to give you the whole picture. Anyways... I got these two dogs, and I'm walking them down the Pogey Hill Road, right? And we come to the intersection there by the blinker. You know the one, where it hits Culvert Street? Yeah. Well, them two dogs, them two dogs can never agree on nothing, you know. They're awful disagreeable sometimes. And one of them is saying, like, uh, well, I'll turn this way. And the other one's all, well, I'll turn that way. Oh, and between the two of them, yeah, they pulled both my shoulders right out of joint. Yeah. You know how much of an inconvenience this is? It's pretty hard to roll over in bed at night when your arms are stuck out straight, you know? The basic functions of life are becoming impossible. Why, you, you try scratching the lottery ticket, all right? I had to put the thing in my mouth and scrape it against my teeth with my tongue like that. That explains what that stuff is. You got it right Never there. Mind. Look, I come over here because I need your help. 
I tried going to the doctor, but it didn't work. I couldn't reach my wallet, so there wasn't nothing he could do. So I'm hoping maybe, you know, the two of you. Well, say no more, Goody, say no more. All right, Lilita, latch on to the other arm there. No, 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 you want to pull him right off? No, you got to do it another way. I could bring the truck around. We could tie one arm to the porch column out front. Well, that's a pretty good... Come off it, you guys, this is serious. Look, Goody, hold on to something and we can pull on you from behind. Well, what am I gonna hold? What am I gonna hold on to? I can't move my arms. I know we can ask Greta. Yeah, she's around back working on that dunk tank thing. Come on, Gertie, let's go. Ow! Ow! Well, turn sideways. All right, all right. There she is, right up there. Greta! Greta! So, um, why? That's how I taught Jamie Wyeth how to paint. And when we was done, why, he had the best-looking house in that whole neighborhood. Beautiful color. That's quite a story, Mrs. Menhaden. Yeah, it is. It certainly is. So anyways, I'll be happy to help you paint whatever this uh, thing is that you're making here. That's just who we want to see right there. Well, thank you, dear. I've always been glad to see you, too. Not you, Edith. We got a crisis. Oh, well, uh... Congratulations. Uh, many happy returns. Greta, Greta, you got to help me. Look at me. Look at my arms. Oh, sure, Aunt Gertie. I'll give you a hug. Lolita, hold this paintbrush. No, no, no! Well, there's no need to be so cold-blooded. You know, you older people could stand to be a little more open and affectionate. Let's start this over again. It's like this. Her arms are stuck that yeah, way. Yeah, stuck this way. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't you start. Well, I can remember a time when my husband Everett, rest his soul, come home from work with his arms locked up just like that. Seems it was he, he was unloading tapioca down the docks, you know, when he looked down in the hold of the ship, and looking back at him, he seen this great big... We ain't got time for that, Edith. Look, Greta, you gotta, you gotta help her. She can't go through the rest of her life like that. Look at her. What's she gonna do with herself? She could pose for inspirational posters. Now, now, what's going on over here now? I can't even go down to the post office without running across you people up to some kind of foolishness. Fish face! What's the matter, Gertie? Get thrown out of your hot yoga class? Couldn't quite finish the sun salutations. Oh, lay off, Eunice. She got her arms pulled out of joint. <laughs> She's always got something pulled out of joint. <laughs> Hmm. Well, is this the dunk tank I'm supposed to get into for the clamtennial? Looks pretty flimsy to me. This is just a working model. I'm trying to figure out the optimal spring tension for the target. I'm trying to rig it to take three balls per customer to score a hit. That'll maximize the profit and keep you from getting waterlogged. Don't worry, Eunice. By the summer, it's going to be all set. It's going to be the biggest thing we ever done. Well, it better be. If I'm going to do this, I want it done right. And in the meantime, Goody, you can stand right there. Wait, you know how to get her arms unstuck? No, I want to rush home and get my washing. <laughs> With those arms stuck out like that, she'll make a perfect clothesline. Fish face! You sure you can't rig this thing up to dump her in the water every time? Oh, that'd be awful refreshing on a hot summer day. Well, I remember when we used to go down by the railroad tracks over to St. Sistan, and we'd pull down the spout on the water tower. 
because uh, that water was awful nasty. Uh, it made you, it made you smell. It made you kind of smell like, uh, well, the inside of a water tower, I guess. Look, can we get back to the problem here? Somebody has got to figure out how to fix my arms. I got an itch on my nose and it's driving me crazy. No, I can get that for you right here. Ow, my eye! I'm sorry, I left my reading glasses at home. Let me think about this a minute. It's a matter of torsion, I think. Applied in equal distribution. Well, while you're figuring this out, I gotta sit down. Here, let me lean up against this sawhorse. No, Aunt Gertie, not there! That's where... Oh! I've got the spring tied down for the target. Got a right flat in the back. Gertie, wake up. Uh, Is she all right? Uh, Gertie? Hey. Hey, Greta, that did it. Look here, my arms work. My arms work. Well, ain't that something? That thing's got some force to her. Hey, I'm going to go hang something off going? a fish face. That's what I'm going to do. Call me a clothesline, will you? Oh, don't face? Like that, Yep, and the best part of it is, Gertie didn't have to file an insurance claim. We'll hear more about the great abysmal point clamtennial in our June broadcast, but right now we'll hear more from Brittany Parker.
brings a final crescendo to tonight's broadcast, and here with the coda comes Brother Bookham. Spring is a time of rebirth, of new hopes, fresh dreams, and the promise of bright days ahead. And that's exactly it for the first spring of the Strand Theatre's second century of entertaining, educating, and enlightening Midcoast Maine. Friends, it took us a hundred years to get where we are now, but that's only a small plateau compared to the climb we have planned for the years ahead. But we cannot do it without you. Every Strand production, every Strand program, every Strand presentation requires the continued support of our friends, our fans, and most of all, our members. Before the springtime turns to summer, let your membership plant a seed that is sure to blossom for years to come. Learn how at rocklandstrand.com. And what he says goes for me too, neighbors. Just a few turns of the second hand left before the pollen makes me sneeze. So thanks go out as always to Dan and Brittany and our Strand family players and the customary big SFL to all the Strandees who are scattered all over the globe. Because you know, no matter how far away you are, you're never far away. Back on the air in June with our Solstice of the Mostest special. And until then, be sure to come and see us at the Real Life Strand where, I tell you, there's always something doing that's worth your time. I'm your house manager, Liz McLeod, saying stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you soon. All right, grab the brooms and clean up. Let's go! The Strand on the Air, electrically transcribed, is written and directed by Elizabeth McLeod. Musical direction by Brittany Parker. Our Strand family players are Lily Bonarigo, Anna Frangiosa, Brad Gunnell, Katie Melby, and Olivia Vanna. Technical assistance by Anna Frangiosa and Jesse Davis. This is your announcer, Dan Bookham, speaking for the whole Strand family, wishing you good night, a good entertainment, and watch out for ticks. The Strand on the Air comes to you from the Strand Theatre in beautiful downtown Rockland, Maine. WRFR LP 93.3 in Rockland, coming to you all over that world wide web at WRFR.org.